0: Philosophy Guy Show number 27.
1: The night And you're looking too early to start the rounds. A ten-minute drive from the Gold Coast back makes you show your pleasure bound. And it's four o'clock in the morning and all the people have gone away. Just cue you in your mind to make sure drive and tomorrow is another day. And the sun shines fine in the morning time. Tomorrow is another day. South on Lakeshore Drive Heading into town Just snaking on my own LSD Fighting that trouble Bye.
2: That was Eliotto Hayes and Jeremiah with Lakeshore Drive. Not pod safe, but great to be listening to on a day like yesterday where it the temperature in Eagle was what seventy two?
0: Seventy two sunny gorgeous.
3: Oh,
2: gorgeous. Well, welcome to the Philosophy Guy show. I am the Philosophy Guy and with me I have uh Don't Tickle Me. Say hello. Hi. So, uh, welcome back. I think this is the second time you've been on the show.
0: Second time I've been asked on, yes. Yes.
2: And uh, this might become more of a uh, of an event if if you guys want want to hear us jabber about our lives. But it's
0: only because you forced me into this by buying me a headset and a mic.
2: Yes, I did, and um, I, I thought it was a cheap well. And, of course, this nice cable that puts the two mics together. <laughs> so uh, it's cheaper than a mixer. Um, mm. So I guess uh, we're slowly improving the show, or at least technically. Uh, a couple of things uh, I was going to talk about. Um, one, my trip to the state capital with the boys
0: yeah that sounds like very very lots of fun
2: and then um something i found on youtube youtube yeah and then uh then the promotion for bum rush the charts which we'll talk about in a little bit mm-hmm. uh f- first uh trip up to madison i took the boys uh was it not last Saturday, but Saturday before to the state capitol? More to get out of your hair yeah, than anything else. Um, so we drove to Madison. Yeah, because
0: that was the day I had to sit and find the uh, checkbook here. Yeah, Six yeah. hours of quick and. Quick and hell. Yeah, quick time.
2: So, um, so we go to the state capitol, get there for the. Hourly tours. They have hourly tours uh, from like about what was it ten to four on the weekends.
0: I've never been, so I'm listening to. Your oh story. well,
2: it's a very, it's very, it's almost church-like.
0: Church-like. Yeah. Just because of the size, or because of what you're looking at.
2: Well, because it, it's it's very. Uh, kind of they said kind of neo-Gothic style building it was built around 1906 um and uh it's it's built on the four it's Madison is on an isthmus between Lake Mendota and Monona mm-hmm. and Madison or the Capitol is built in 1906 on this this piece of land on a hill overlooking both lakes correct okay and it's built on the four corners Okay. So, um, and in the middle is a huge rotunda. And it's, according to the tour guide, the sixth largest rotunda in the world.
0: Sounds kind of cool.
2: So, so we go in there and uh, we get there about uh, just after the one o'clock tour started. So we walk, look around, and then we go across the street to the Wisconsin History Museum.
0: That I've been to.
2: And that was free, so we walked around there and, and saw uh, an Azatlan hut.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And what else do we see? There's an exhibit on uh, toys throughout the 20th century.
0: Well, then all that sounds really cool to look at.
2: Yeah. I mean, most of it was like trip back to my childhood. <laughs> Like here, here's this, here's this thing. Uh, 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 Clue. They had an original Clue game from the '50s, and and we had gotten or Ben got a uh, Clue game for Christmas. He did. So it was I a little did. bit mo- more modern than what I'm used to, but all the pieces were the same. And he goes, "Hey, I got that game."
0: <laughs> so what was the earliest toy you guys saw?
2: Earliest toy. I mean, there was some, you know. Um,
0: so now I think it wagons something and like a like a Jacob's ladder type of thing.
2: Nah, this is more like from like the fifties on. So there wasn't really anything old old toys like nineteenth century toys. Was more modern toys. Baby
0: boomer and onward.
2: Yeah, it was like a, a total festival of baby boomerdom. And uh, they go in. One of the things they had this little video of was. Uh, didn't have a sound, just the video. Was the, had a little placard about how, with the birth of television, marketers started marketing their toys directly. Instead of making the toys. <laughs> Attractive to the parents, so they'd buy them for the kids. <laughs> they started making the toys attractive to the kids, so they'd nag their parents.
0: That's called Disney Channel today.
2: Yeah, it is. So, anyway, so we saw this thing, and then yeah, um, and we walk out. Uh, and that was just after the Badgers beat uh, Michigan State. Good. For the, uh, it wasn't the, it was the last weekend, so it wasn't the Big Ten tournament, but it was the their final regular season game. So everybody was all happy about that. Then we go to the tour, and um, tour guide takes us first of all off to the uh, governor's conference room. Okay. So we come in on the ground floor, that's where the tour starts, you go up one flight, and... The governor's office is on the second floor, okay. And then, um, so we go into this big, ornate conference room. Uh, if you kind of very much in the gilded early twentieth century style. Um, I, if you can think of like uh, when we were at the Hilton for uh, one of my work parties. parties, and so we all were, marble,
0: lots of. Deck- Lots of decorative oh, yeah, lots stuff. of decorative
2: gold, blah, blah, blah And uh, one of the things that I learned was that uh, Originally, the Badger State was not called Or, Wisconsin was not called the Badger State
0: It wasn't? No I've it, never heard of it called anything
2: but uh, The Badger State comes from um, It was nicknamed, comes from the lead miners in southwest Wisconsin Who uh, were observed to live the life of a badger Cause it go into the, the mines, mine all day, and come up at night, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd go back down.
0: Okay, so what was it called before the Badger State? Well,
2: there you go, uh, and that was the quiz. So she says, uh, we leave the governor's uh, conference room, and the tour guide goes, "There's a mosaic on the top of the rotunda." If you look, she's in her left hand is holding something, and that'll give you a clue to what the name or the the nickname or motto of the state was before it became the Badger State. So
0: we were called the Wheat State. Is that what you're telling me? You didn't let me finish. That's because I knew the answer to what she was holding in her hand.
2: Okay, so we go. She locks up the governor's conference room, and, and and so Josh and Ben and I are standing there. It's like, well, what is what is that? It's like, Dad, it's like, well, it's a sheaf, a sheaf of wheat. It's like, oh, okay. So the two guys goes, does anybody know what the uh, what she's holding in her hand? And my ten year old goes, wheat. He goes, correct.
0: No, he's acting like Korshak I'm betting at this point. No. With the hand up in the air going, me, 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 me. No,
2: no. He just raises his hand and goes, wheat. It's like, very good. And that Wisconsin was known as the breadbasket of the world before it became the Badger State.
0: So we've been the breadbasket of the world, the Badger State, and at the Amer- Dairy State?
2: And America's Dairyland. Although we're not anymore. California's have...
0: Yeah, I kind of have a hard time with calling California the dairy state.
2: <laughs> well, and so anyway, because he was so precocious and answered the question, she allowed him, and she talked about all the marble in, in the, the rotunda. There was green marble and red granite from Red Granite in Wapaca County, and... uh Italian black marble and French marble and Tennessee marble and blah, blah, blah. And the stairs are made of Tennessee marble when uh, Tennessee was still... Marble was formed when Tennessee was still an ocean basin. So within the marble are fossils. So she said, on the way up, there's a fossil of a starfish. So... Here, Josh, you take the, I'm going to show you where it is. You take the light pen, and he got to show everybody on the way up to the hearing room <laughs> on the third floor where the starfish uh, resides. So if you ever go to the state capitol in Madison, Wisconsin, I believe on the north left staircase to the hearing room on the third floor, the fourth step, you will find a fossil of a starfish.
0: She made
2: his day. Yeah, she made his day. And then they went up to the hearing room, and the hearing room is where they have all of the you know, uh, legislative hearings and such. And the boys and another boy all went up and sat in the dais where all of the, the important people sit while she gave <laughs> the, the five-minute lecture about uh, the the hearing room. And the hearing room was financed by... The railroads. So, what? In uh, each of the bi- major rooms in the state capitol, there there are uh, not mosaics, but uh, frescoes painted into the to the walls. And the, the frescoes in the the hearing room showed Wisconsin's different modes of transportation throughout its history of you know, the horse and buggy, the trains, and then the airplanes. You know, cars and airplanes. Mm -hmm. And um, so we went, the next room we went to was the Senate room. um, Senate chamber. And uh, there are 33 senators in Wisconsin. And they represent approximately I don't know.
0: 180,000 people. You're the Political person of yeah. this marriage, so
2: so, uh, and and they, she said that it was the strictest body in the state, and everybody had to wear a suit. They all sat in their side little desks.
0: Desks, not the, like a chair with the voting thing on no, it. No, no,
2: and it's the least automated and most procedural of the, the chambers. So what, would, what you'd have to do is, if you wish to be recognized, you would have to stand up, and the chair would call uh, the distinguished senator from and then the 14th district, and then you would state your thing, and then you would sit down.
0: <laughs> so how antiquated are these desks?
2: Well, actually, they're pretty nice. I mean, you're, you're talking... Are we talking
0: m- wood? Are we talking metal? Oh, no,
2: we're talking real nice wood. Kind of like secretaries' desks.
0: So you're not talking like a school desk. You're talking like an old-fashioned... Um, secretary's secretary desk. Secretary from, like, the old-fashioned offices, like in a bank.
2: Like in a bank. Although it, it did have a lock compartment where you could open up the desk... So kind of a crush between a secretary's desk and a school desk. Okay. Okay. And then um so they sat they sit around and I think the because the Democrats are in the majority, they sit in the back row and the Republicans are in the minority, so they sit in the front row. Because there are more desks on the back row. They've got Is it in a ser- semicircle.
0: Right. So, as you're (coughs) explaining this, and you're saying it's the least automated, so how do they take a vote if there's no automation? Because I'm thinking that most places you have the little um, desk computer doohickey thing in front of you, and you push a button based on your vote.
2: The old-fashioned way, you say. I for yes and nay for no. And the votes are done verbally.
0: It must take for frickin' ever.
2: Well, with 33 people? Yeah, not yeah but that that's bad.
0: still having to count it and go through the procedural process of, you know, if they think that there's a tie and having to redo a vote, it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's archaic.
2: Well, it's-
0: Obviously, they're not going to be changing it if they've still kept it around for, what, 150-some years?
2: and it's quite a bit different from the assembly which we'll get to in just a second. So then we went from the chamber and then we went oh by the way you can't eat or drink in the chamber and you can and you have to be excused to go up to potty breaks.
0: I feel like I'm in church yes. the way you describe
2: this. Yes. So so they they are allowed in the there's a cha- there's a, a gathering room. Behind the chamber, where they can uh, meet and have. Like a nave. Mm. Well, no, it's more like a formal reception hall. Okay. And um, so they go back there and do stuff they do when they're not in their session. So we went through went through there, went back out, Now we the the final uh, thing in the tour was uh, the assembly chamber. And where you think the assembly chamber is like the Senate, it's direct opposite.
0: Automated. Uh, the, well, there's
2: ninety nine assembly people. So one for about sixty thousand residents. And they are in kind of similar desks. But instead of being in a semicircle they're just in rows. Um but where the the Senate was formal, you had to be dressed. There's no dress code in the Assembly. Um, I mean, obviously, can't. I'm sure there's a business casual you dress code. You mean I couldn't
0: walk in in a halter top and uh, short shorts, flip-flops?
2: Per, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> where the Senate is not automated, the assembly is highly automated. Everything in the Senate is paper. The assembly is all automated. They have their own laptops. All the bills are given to them via electronic. They're the first assembly, state assembly in the nation to use automatic voting. So they...
0: Do you see the contradictions that you're telling me already? In the state of Wisconsin?
2: They, they, uh, They do. They have yes, yay, nay, and and uh reset, whatever. And the chamber has a tally board on each side. Where it shows the uh the automated vote of on the bill. So and then, then she went into a big story about the, the mural on top of the and uh, the bald eagle that was that's perched on the on, uh, overlooking the assembly chamber. But actually it was kind of fun. And the kids liked it a lot. Well,
0: for an hour tour, you seem to have gotten a abundance of information that I doubt either child <laughs> would be able to spit back.
2: Nah. No.
0: Only their father.
2: Well, yeah. They were... Keeper
0: of inane facts and things.
2: Although Ben did come back to me last week and said, yeah, they had... They had I remember... The Liberty Bell, they have a copy of the Liberty Bell. There's a uh, Fighting Bob LaFollette sta- <laughs> statue.
0: I know the statue. That's kind of funny.
2: And there's a memorial to our servicemen, and then there is a uh, copy of the state constitution. And he remembered all four of those. So
0: Pretty good for a nine-year-old.
2: Yeah. So that was the trip to the state capital.
0: Sounds like Dad had more fun than the kids.
2: I think the kids had fun. They just didn't tell... (laughs) didn't verbalize it. Well, let's take a break for a song here from the Podsafe Music Network. This is Lemonheads with No Backbone. Okay, we're back. Um, the next thing I want to talk about was a, uh, a YouTube video I saw today.
0: I have not listened, or I shouldn't say that and I seen. And the unfortunate
2: YouTube. thing is that uh, I don't have the technology to play the the audio part of that video here because. Uh, I just don't.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I would need a mixer for that, but uh I'm not sure. So but but what's funny about it is that uh we have a daughter who's uh, driving us insane.
0: Yes, seven going on 21.
2: And uh this will help help uh, you. Or I think you'll you'll enjoy this. So what I'm going to do is pause and it'll seem like we're not gone, but uh we'll be back in just a second and we'll discuss this. Okay, we're back. And and what I will do is put the link to the YouTube uh video out on the website so you can see that. Uh
0: <laughs> it was pretty funny.
2: It was uh pre prehistoric <laughs> monster, monster syndrome. syndrome. Uh, bringing out the beast in, uh, almost all women, huh? Most women. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but we have a little pre-menstrual monster right now.
0: Sure seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. She needs to get over it fast.
2: Yeah, she's got a, got a note sent home. That she's been too whiny in class.
0: Hey, talk to Twig and whoever was on the chat today. I said I have seven and a half year old for sale. We'll trade. I can't. I gotta get rid of the whining. Nothing's working.
2: All right, and then we have uh, a phone call from Barely. barely. Hey, that's the guy. It's barely. Um, uh, I just realized how much of a dork I am. I record my fifty third episode. Oh oh! Sorry about that.
0: Barely drunken on speed.
2: Let's uh, let's do something here. I had to fix that before uh, I came up here and I and I didn't put the right uh, version in. So uh, there we go. I had to put a new version out there.
3: Okay. Hey, philosophy
4: guy. It's barely. Um. Uh, I just realized how much of a dork I am. I record my fifty-third episode. Yes, yeah, fifty-three episodes in fifty-four weeks, or fifty-five weeks. An accomplishment. Woo! I get loaded in the middle of that, which, uh, and yeah, that's not the dorky part of it. The dorky part comes in later. But yeah, first drunk episode I ever did. And then, what do I do when I'm drunk? I drunk dial my podcasting friends, which you are one, so keep it up cool, dude. And I watch Star Trek, uh, or like, on the History Channel, think about Star Trek. That's how much of a dork I am. So yeah, woohoo! I'm a dork. And um, I've gotten a new label. I'm a dorkable. I got that from the divas. So, yeah, over at thedivacast.com. They called me a So, yeah, I'm a dorkable. You're, you're, you're philosophy guyable. And um, I'm watching Star Trek auction right now. So I'll talk to you later, bud. And keep it going cool in Milwaukee, buddy. I'll catch you later.
2: Bye. Thanks, Barely.
0: <laughs> barely is a darkable.
2: Yes. Let's uh, we'll turn that down a little bit. For him. So, um,
0: so, when are you going to do your drunk cast?
2: Uh, Well, I've had, had a little bit of wine today and a beer. Yes. So, I don't know. It's not nowhere near a drunkable. No. But, um, Barely, uh, yesterday I watched a whole hour on comets.
0: Comets?
2: Yeah, it was a Science Channel special. Like
0: Halley's Comet type of stuff?
2: Yeah, different comets and how, uh, well, we could get hit by a comet at any time! And die.
0: That would be the darkable.
2: That would, that be... Maybe. No, that would be bad. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they, they tried to make it all that scary, but it wasn't... <laughs> So, um, onward. I know it's, it's time. It's time to go, Betty. Bye. So, uh, but before we go, I want to uh, let you know about uh, the Bum Rush to Charts promotion. And we've got a Bum Rush to Charts uh, promotion from the Financial Aid Podcast and a song from Black Lab. And then we'll get out of here. If you wanna leave a message, you can call two oh six three oh nine seven four four five like barely did or send an email to philosophyguyshow at gmail dot com. Until next time, this is Philosophy Guy.
0: And don't tickle me.
2: Say and bye
0: I love it. Think about the when he's pissed.
2: On March 22nd, you can make history. Yes, you. On March 22nd, you and your fellow podcast listeners will be working together to bum-rush the charts. What's that? On March 22nd, we're all going to buy a song from the iTunes Music Store from a Podsafe musician, mine again, by Black Lab, to put a Podsafe musician at the top of the iTunes charts. But there's more than just that. We'll all be buying through an affiliate program to raise money for college scholarships, and the band has agreed to donate 50% of their earnings to the scholarship fund to help needy families make college affordable. Make history. Show the world that you are in charge of media, not corporate radio and record labels. Bum Rush the Charts on March 22nd. Learn more about how to Bum Rush at www.bumrushthecharts.com.
4: listed at podcastpickle.com.